like scary stories, if you like tasty beers, open up your mouth holes and open up your ears for... Yep, ready, go. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, so, you guys, uh, it turns out that your old pal Bob has officially left his mark on the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Ooh, what kind of mark? Um, Glad you so asked. So, many years ago, while wife and I were doing the laundry yep. at a little laundromat in the San Fernando Valley called Happy Bubbles, Bubbles. old Bob. Oh, Happy Bubbles. Old Bob had an epiphany. Yeah. And created one of the most incredible characters ever. Known to man. I created a mutant for the Marvel Universe named Soft Serve, whose entire ability was to poop ice cream. That's right. Her she literally poops, poops ice, ice cream. cream. She poops ice cream. Yeah. So there's no there's no hint of poopiness in the ice cream. No, it's just no, no, ice it's cream. Just ice cream. Fast Completely forward edible ice cream. to last week when Way of X 2 came out and hidden deep in the background, I drew soft serve. <laughs> she's now she's show. there. Now, now she's canon. She's canon. She is canon. And she was she offering up her ice cream she wares. She was offering her ice cream wares to sticking uh, an ice cream cone in somebody's face who was not excited about it. No. Was it was it uh, chocolate ice cream? No, no, no. It, uh, the, I don't think the colorist knew what it was, and I didn't want to correct him, so it's sort of green. <laughs> so I okay. guess it's pistachio. <laughs> okay. I was like, can soft serve change the flavor? She uh, like, yes. think really hard about Neapolitan, and it comes and out it Neapolitan? Comes. Yes, that, that is canon as well. Um, okay. And uh, not only that, but she now has her own Marvel fandom wiki page that, <laughs> that I didn't make. I didn't make it. That, that old Bob didn't make that's amazing she has her own wiki page yep. yeah it's pretty amazing bob <laughs> engineer bob was laughing so hard he was crying i was crying i'm sitting uh, uh, in the living floor room. of our living room tears in my eyes laughing so hard that this has happened yeah because it has like a whole thing where it's like soft serve name unknown yeah. and it goes through and it lists like all of her stats and one of them was just like ability she can poop ice cream <laughs> yep this is a um so she like crouched down at a at a crowd scene it was she carries like, cones with her i can actually show it to you oh there she's we go oh okay go. she's yeah. got the she's got the high slit for easy, for access. easy access you're not the she's only person who noticed She's in a long dress, listeners, yeah. but she's got the high, she's got the Angelina Jolie leg slit. Like, yes. Yeah. So she, she just, could just get right in there. Yep. I got to ask you, does she carry around like a satchel? Is she like a big crossbody purse full of ice cream, ice cream cones? cones? So in this or can she also produce those? So in, 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 this, in this particular case, we, uh, we're getting ready for the big crossover event, the Hellfire Gala uh, for, for the X-Men universe. Hence the fancy and, uh, dress. Uh, hence, so, hence. so hence the fancy dress. Fancy so she's party. actually actually wearing a little fascinator inside which are multiple ice cream cones <laughs> <laughs> got it so she's keeping them literally under her hat yep. yep and and anytime she uh meets somebody who looks like they could who could use ice cream so she just walks around the party and says man 
don't you wish they had ice cream here? Ice cream here? And as soon as someone says yes, she goes, hold on. And, and then she goes, and puts an ice cream cone up. under her dress. Yeah. And, and then, then produces a freshly made cone. Yeah. I, I, there yeah. is there is a diagram somewhere of me actually showing her using her powers where like she has a little <laughs> ice cream cone, she puts it under her dress, comes out with a big happy face and ice cream. Gender, okay, female, now, hair, blonde, origin, or, origin, mutant, status, alive. Alive. <laughs> she is alive. Now I gotta ask, if you met Soft Serve in real life, would you partake of her wares? Fuck yeah, it was delicious ice cream. <laughs> What if she could only, no, because I was like, if she could only poop chocolate, you wouldn't, you wouldn't. I'd eat that. Would you? Yeah, I, you know I eat a Dutch man's chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> what if like, what if you ask for something like Rocky Road? Is that more difficult for her oh, to produce? To produce? Uh, no, she, she's an Olega, uh, Omega level uh, ice cream pooping mutant. So that is not a, that is not a challenge for she her. She is she can oh, just okay. powerful yeah, as yeah. an Omega level. Yeah. Okay. Oh my god. Can, do her tits make sprinkles? So, now, now settle down <laughs> <laughs> that's just ridiculous this, now that is ridiculous <laughs> i mean not that any of this is not ridiculous but what if her tits were just cups <laughs> so like she just take off one and then like a new one would come right in its place and they were ice cream cups oh yeah that would be funny yeah i like that and then and then you can her never, titties are fucking, waffle cones. never mind i would that would got to her a weird place titties, her titties are Code. like madonna <laughs> she just walks around like in the madonna pointy bra and she just like pops off cones constantly and they just it's like a never-ending supply yeah. just like the ice cream we're yeah. building we're building the legend right here on air people i i we are this is all canon lore now it has to be <laughs> marvel I, take notes someone update that wiki page yeah. we have yep. so much more information uh, for so you much. now uh, wiki updaters come to me first <laughs> <laughs> I mean, He's like, no. Consult. I'm like, no. no, this, 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 some of this shit's ridiculous. All right. She just poops <laughs> ice cream. So. No, some of this shit is ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> I'm constantly like, it's so funny because it like it happened. And now that like people are laughing about it, I'm like, oh God, am I going to get fired? <laughs> Wait, is it come? I got to keep asking. I have so many questions about this. Does sure. it come out cold? What? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's not it's runny ice cream. Ice cream. Yeah. It's, it's, it's ice cream. Cold frozen ice cream. and again she's she's a high level mutant so she's unaffected yeah yeah she can just do it that's just on her power command. she can just do that like how magneto can like bring metal to him she can yeah, poop she ice can just cream. poop an ice cream yeah i just like a normal rectum i don't think would be pleased about the the you sub-zero temperature well, that, that's when why you're she's a mutant. a mutant yeah that's why she's doesn't matter yeah doesn't matter. okay i got it yep. is she resistant to cold damage because of this ability <laughs> yes <laughs> She, she can survive in sub-zero temperatures. It's incredible. There we go. <laughs> mm-hmm. If she's in sub-zero, could she make hot? Could she make hot chocolate? Oh. The, come on now. <laughs> you're, you're going crazy. We gotta have she's some not set up for here. that. Yeah. She's, yeah, yeah, yeah. She only what has about, certain skills. What about for your wife? Could she make a dairy-free ice cream alternative? Absolutely. Oh, thank God. As an Omega level. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. She can just like crank a knob and turn it to dairy-free. <laughs> she just tweaks her nipples. Crank knob, <laughs> nipple tweak. People, this is, this is a very this is settle, settle down, okay? This is, she just poops ice cream, okay? <laughs> it's getting I'm just, weird. I'm just asking questions. We, yeah, but then it turns it, into weird nipple and boob stuff. It's just, she just poops well, ice cream. Who like, do you think you're dealing with? I, I don't know. How, apparently, okay. 
I just those are the those are knob like accoutrements she has on her body. So it's like if she was to have a knob, it seems logical that's where it would be. Yeah. I never said she had a knob. This is all conjecture. It's wild conjecture. It's very rude. So it's she just thinks non-dairy ice cream and it comes out non-dairy ice cream. Absolutely. Okay, that's better. Versus stimulating herself to order in mean, order to produce. This, it's more family friendly, Bob's way. Absolutely. Yeah, but you know, X Men's really got to take it to the next level. She, she's she's more she's more friendly. she's more of a PR stunt, really. <laughs> oh my god! He's like she's real look, popular look, parties. Nobody likes mutants. Well, what about this one? She's got ice cream all the well. time. <laughs> well, you yeah, got a point she, there. She's not super helpful in a fight, but no. great at a picnic. Absolutely. <laughs> Her sole purpose is to work these different Hellfire galas. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. She's she's literally a PR stunt. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's fine. Is she fine with that though? Oh, loves it. Oh, okay. I was like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta find joy she... in your work, you know? Well, I was like, does she ever wonder like, oh, I wish I had a more powerful mutation or is she like, awesome, all I have to do, I don't have to fight anyone and maybe die. I just get to go to picnics and eat ice and cream. I get to go to b- b- picnics and make friends. Yeah. I don't know. It seems like a good life. <laughs> it does seem like a good life. I would enjoy it. I was asking if she enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, Krakoa absolutely. though, that's like a planet for all mutants. Yeah. So it's, people like her she doesn't have to worry about hatred yeah. of of non-mutants yeah Everybody are you gonna wins. make an are you gonna make a name for her soft serve no her she oh, has her a name. Oh, yeah name. I, I know i know i know everything she has a given christian name yeah. christian. no I'm, I, i've got i've got the whole thing but yeah uh if you're good at something don't do it for free <laughs> no i understand if you were given the ability to do a small one-off book of, of the adventures soft of soft serve 100 right oh absolutely yeah yeah, it'd be amazing. You could do a cross tie promotion with Baskin Robbins. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'd be into it. Get the Marvel thinking like a marketer group there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what, what do we got to do to make this happen? They need yeah. just thirty one flavors. Or maybe flavors. maybe maybe more like a Menchie's, like a soft serve place. You oh, know? that's fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Get on it, Marvel yep. marketing department. There's money to be made. We're, we're leaving money on the table. I we I, we're giving away these ideas. Yep, mm-hmm. for free. Do you know what we don't give away for free? <laughs> Hi! We kind of give it away for free. Except like we literally just gave it away yeah, for it's, free. Yeah, it's just on the internet. Like, everybody gets it. If they want it. You can't have me for free. That's true. Welcome to the Booze and Bruce podcast. We are the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories. We drink thematically appropriate beer. And if any of you have the ability to poop ice cream and you've not yet emailed us, boozeandbrews at gmail.com, boozeandbrewspodcast at gmail.com, yeah. please Do let so. us know. Yeah. This, so. this seems We're like very curious. We want to know about it. Mm-hmm. We would we love to eat you. your your poop cream. Yeah, I want to know all about your poop cream, ice poop cream. Delicious. Uh, well, speaking of something you would uh, something delicious to enjoy on, hmm. like say a, a wonderful hot day, a really hot day. Boy, do we have the episode for you today, man! If you like hot weather. You're going to love this week's episode. Because this week we're doing Haunted Arizona. Yep. The literal definition of warm. Have the you seen the videos? The wasteland of the sun. Yeah. Have you seen the videos where people cook eggs on the top of their car? It's the Grand Canyon State. Uh, yes. So the reason we selected Arizona is because of our beer this week, which is Which a, I have drank most of oh yeah. by, at this point, and it's <laughs> really good. It's really good. It's a lemon grab Belgian wheat beer, and we were like, lemons, where are lemons grown? 
Lemon Arizona. Land. Oh, really? Arizona. Oh. We looked up like where most of the lemons in the world come from. Who's like Indonesia? Which yeah, we just did. We just did. Oh, okay. Um, like another place in Arizona, and yep. we were like, perfect, haunted Arizona. Done. Check. Because they got lemons. Yeah. And this this beer's got some. And lemons. I will say, I wanted to do haunted lemon parties for this beer tie-in, mm. but podcast mom said no. I, I did put the kibosh on that. Old men in showers <laughs> having parties with each other's penises. Yeah, it's you know that's a real short episode. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. don't know that there was I, a I lot think of I there. Just there. Did it, actually, yeah. I, just but I the think whole the there that is there would be worthy of exploring. Well, when those men die, there and their ghosts start doing whatever it is you want to do in a, as old men in a shower, maybe we can Lemoning. do that episode. Lemoning. Yeah, then we'll do that episode. Yeah, but until <laughs> but then. But until then, we'll just do Haunted Arizona. Yes, and so for mystery, I'm going to tell you about the Hotel San Carlos. Nice. San Carlos. San Carlos. St. Charles. St. Charlie. St. Charlie. Let's Hotel St. Charlie. Old Chuckles the Saint. Yep. Old Chuckles Hotel, located in Phoenix, uh, Phoenix. For those of you yeah, who that, didn't appreciate oh my man, very I know, funny I accent, know. oh yeah, we, I, we appreciate it. It was very good. I used to be a local. <laughs> I was like a five-month local, and I like knew everything. I, and and I, was, I like definitely know how to say Phoenix now. However, do not ask me to spell it because it will be spelled wrong. <laughs> uh, so the hotel was originally built in 1927 <laughs> by Charles Harris and Dwight Hurt. However, the land upon which the hotel sits was not always zoned for hotelery. Oh. No. Indian burial ground. No. Before being home to a fancy pants hotel, the land, uh, the location housed the very first Phoenix schoolhouse. Oh. It was for learning. learning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a house of learned doctors. (laughs) Learned phoenicians. Sure. How do you say Phoenix? Phoenixes. Phoenicians sounds good, though. I like that. I like It sounds good. Phoenicians? Phoenicians. I think is the word you were looking for, but I prefer phoenixes. Yeah. Phoenixians. I can can keep going. Hey, if you know what somebody lives in Phoenix is called, we don't care. Don't bother emailing us. Uh, So according to the official City of Phoenix website, Phoenix's, quote, modern history... Read Eurocentric history. Read white people history. White white history. At least they acknowledged there was history before then. Yes, they did. They they totally acknowledged history. They even said civilized. I was like, oh, whoa, I was okay. not expecting that. No, I take that. it back. I take no, it no, back. No. They were saying that the Native Americans who were on the land were civilized cultures, and I was like, I was not expecting well, that, was good that of from them. you, Phoenix. Okay. I, okay. okay. I don't know why Steps you needed in the to right put direction. Civilized. I mean, you could just I say know. there were people that lived there. I don't know why you had to qualify that as if there might not have been civilized. <sighs> These civilizations <sighs> might not have been civilized. You know what? You're asking too much. So anyway, um, the start of the what history of Phoenix began in the late 19th century when a man named Jack Swilling, whose name is definitely trustworthy. Yeah. I mean, you when definitely you definitely trust Jack, old Jack the Swill. Oh, yeah. Old Jack the Swill. Uh, he looked out over the Salt River Valley one day and saw not just dry dirt. No, he saw farmland. I see mm. the ability to grow things in the dirt. But I need water. So yes, I, I need water. Jesus, sand. send me water. 
you know, that is the right accent to have because Mr. Swilling was a former Confederate soldier who did want to name Phoenix Stonewall. And people said, maybe that's not a good idea. I gave mm. my leg to the Confederacy. So the least it can give me is some water. Water. I've decided to name my city Loser's Landing. <laughs> I have decided to name my city the city of Northern Aggression. Oh, Northern Jesus. Uh, yeah, so he formed a company in 1867 which diverted water from the Salt River to the land that is now Phoenix. So he, so he did stole eventually water. get his water. He just had to steal it from someplace else yep 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 uh, i'm sure other people were using that water buddy <laughs> if they were using look it look at that dry dirt that dirt needed water if they were using Farm. that water he wouldn't have been able to get it so clearly they weren't using it well because if it was if, if it had if they had drinking it it wouldn't have been there to begin with just take it if 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 they hadn't needed it then all i had to do was kill them to get it they should have made it harder yeah yeah god what are we not getting about this? So by 1868, the city was officially recognized by the county's board of supervisors. Ooh. Ooh. Um, but what about the children? Who's going to teach our children? Who will teach? I've heard they are our future. Yeah, they are. So before 1871, uh, who taught the children was the school of hard knocks. Just that's it you got nothing but after 1871 it was the small adobe school located on central avenue that educated phoenix's youths great and their first teacher was a woman from the great state of wisconsin Ooh. oh a who, wisconsin woman. woman who spent that first summer there and goes oh god i don't know what i've got myself into it's here it's oh, awful god. hot around here you uh, guys it's real warm it's so hot you don't have any lakes. Yeah, and the reason that the small adobe school was built on Central Avenue was because local Native Americans hundreds of years prior reportedly worshipped the god of learning on this land. So they went perfect. They had a god just for learning, huh? Yes, this <laughs> particular yes, tribe. Yes, because they were civilized. Oh, had a god of learning. That's a great point. And so they went this is perfect. This is a call from God that this is where we need to educate our children. Um, so the school was expanded twice over time, but eventually by, um, uh -oh, well, trouble the, with your own writing. Yeah, I did. The, uh, now no. 16 room school. So it was a one room schoolhouse by 1916. It had 16 rooms, but by that That's time, more rooms. yes, uh, the school 15 more rooms outgrown and in real rough shape. So in 1916, the doors were closed and the building was condemned. Mm. No more school. No more. Nothing. Where's your God of learning now? Yeah. Uh, the land was purchased in 1919 for a hotel, but didn't actually build one until 1927. Uh, what the ho but the hotel that they got was a real fancy pants hotel. Ooh. Uh, completed in 1928, the Hotel San Carlos was the first air-conditioned high-rise hotel. Oh, com shit. Complete with elevators. Whoa. Uh, in the Southwest. So in a place like Phoenix, where people would frequently hotel guests prior to the Hotel San Carlos being built to escape the heat of their rooms during summer times, they would move their mattresses onto the patios and they would sleep outside. So they pay for a room, but it's too hot. So then they move the mattress and they sleep outside. Oh. Sleep outside and be eaten alive by bugs. Yeah, yes. That was my if, if immediate first thought was just being consumed by cicadas or something. Ugh. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so the AC was a real nice touch. It was a real nice feature that got a lot of fancy pantses. So you could use the room you actually paid for. Yeah. yeah. If you, and if you're going to pay Welcome like eight hotel. bucks. Oh no, you're not going to want to use this room. It's far too hot. Yeah. Oof. Um, but thank the, you for your money. The other Italian. Thank you for your $17. It's 143 degrees inside your hotel room because you're on the third floor. Yeah, exactly. Oh, there's no water. Yeah, cool water. No. In if fact, you want water, you have to steal it. Yep. Well, you have to steal was, it yourself. We do. Every room comes with a free six shooter. Well, this was also the first hotel that had um, like a cooling system for their water because before it was just whatever. It was going to be hot Boiling water. Boiling out the tap. Yep. Just make tea straight out the tap. I hope you didn't want cold water or a cold shower. It's like the opposite of soft serve. The other Italian renaissance design features attracted many Hollywood peeps. It was very fancy pants. It's so fancy and it's chilly. Yeah, so eager to escape the heat of L.A., people would escape to the heat dear of Phoenix. And they were like, this is fantastic. Let's stay here. As I spent five months in Phoenix, I will tell you, everyone will say... But it's a, a dry, dry heat. heat. Like that fucking matters when you're living in the dryer. Yeah. No, it doesn't matter if it's dry or hot or moist. Moist. I, I'm, I'm, I require moist heat. Uh, anyway, so people like Mae West, Clark Gable, Carol Lombard, Marilyn Monroe all stayed at the hotel during its heyday. Fancy. Fancy. The hotel was designated a state historic landmark in 1974 and today holds the super specific designa- designation of Phoenix's only operating historic boutique hotel. Nice. Yep. Okay, not oldest, just only operating. A historic boutique. We have so many <laughs> yeah, there's qualifiers. There's a lot of qualifiers. There's a lot of qualifiers. Um, so it's such a feat that in 1991, the, the governor declared April 30th Hotel San Carlos Day. Wow. Oh, wow. So it got its own day. It's got its own day. I don't know what you celebrate. Do you get like you celebrate free the so- hotel, ding dong? Free it's, it's right in the name. At the hotel? I don't know. You you get you celebrate one, by sleeping indoors. You get yeah, you get you get to spend the whole night sleeping indoors, but you don't get any AC, so you have to sweat sweat into the oldies. Yeah. The old in hotel. Two thousand three, the hotel was renovated and many of the older uh, amenities were modernized. Uh, but they do still have the first taps that they put in the building they have like little signs next to be like this is like an original water tap from 1927 hope you enjoy and i'm like that's kind of cool oh that is cool um but one thing that definitely wasn't modernized were the ghosts because this place got them i Uh, would love a modern ghost a modern major gentleman ghost yeah yeah just um, like a ghost with a justin bieber haircut you know mm-hmm, well mm-hmm. now biebs is trying to rock the lock look Dr- dreadlocks and some tats yeah, yeah. he just looks bad because he's like got a, a wispy a- mustache and like really gross locks. his mustache is unfortunate yeah he should just give up yeah i mean there's a, there's a lot unfortunate with that look yeah so the basement he's of- made choices <laughs> and what's great is he's a wealthy wealthy man and he can yeah, choose I mean, to he, just ignore no us. No one cry tears for him. Go be as bonkers as you want in Canada, buddy. It's fine. Yeah, you do you, boo. The basement of the hotel houses the original well that was dug for the old adobe schoolhouse in the 1870s. Uh, when the hotel was built, they used this well in the original AC system. So they would take water from the well that would they would uh, pre-cool 
via a pump, which is then attached to the top of the well. So it's like, have the well, they put this little contraption on top that pre-cooled the air. And then the air that was pre-cooled was then put over AC coils and then fed into the room. So it was able to make the rooms colder in the 1920s. Like that was AC technology in the 1920s. Okay, so it was the water source for the original AC units. Yes, and it's still there. Um, so the, today an electric pump sits atop the old well, but it's still there and you can still, you know, see An electric it. pump sits atop a steam pump, sits atop a, penis uh, pump. penis pump sits atop a pump that was powered entirely by hamsters. Sounds great. Yep. You, you've tracked the I see it in my mind's eye. Of yep. this well. Now you know what it looks like. Uh, as we know, water, water holds memories and. Obviously. It, obviously. And it is possible that this whole well is what is bringing the ghost children to visit. Because the hotel is frequented by the spirits of children. Did um did other children murder some children by pushing them down the well? So some stories and are... And there was no lassie around to pull them out. So there are some stories that... Fuck children, you, Timmy! Push! Children fell and or were pushed down the well. There are also other tales that um, some of the kids who are haunting the location died during the flu pandemic in 1917. I was like cholera, say cholera. Yeah, like the 1917, 1918 um, flu pandemic. They think some of the kids died during that and enjoyed school so much they're still hanging out where school used to be. Fun. Fun. Many visitors report hearing the sound of children's laughter or the sound of a bouncing ball. Your classic children (laughs) ghosty tropes. Um... But the noises come from the basement near the well, as well as the loading dock area. So it's one of those where you get more of the ghostly children activity near the spot where the children actually Yeah, and in a spot where no actual children are. Correct. I mean, unless you're one of those really bad types of parents who just goes, go play with the pump system. Go in the basement, Timmy. Go play with some electric pumps. That pump's going to pull his arm off. Let him learn. Okay. Have fun. Take a weird bouncy ball with you. I will. Uh, guests will complain to staff Goodbye of the forever. noisy children only to find that there are either no children on that floor or no children had checked in that day. Are there are no children left in the world. There's They've all no been kids. destroyed. Yes, they were snapped by Thanos and all children are now gone. <laughs> Thanos just snapped away everyone under the age of 18. Yeah. You know what? I, I'd be okay I with don't that. Know, anyone who can't legally drink, fuck you. You know, I'd be all right with that. I think I'm I think. okay with it. <clears throat> yeah. Because, you know, some youths are fine, but others are pains in the ass. So I'd be all right with it for a minute. Um, So other guests. Your brother is so angry with you right now. Your brother with his brand new baby is angrily turning off the podcast and typing you a text message. Okay, Danny, sweet, sweet baby does not count for you. <laughs> we can unsnap him just specifically for you. Or he'll come back. He'll in, come back his, like once he's like raised and in like, his perfectly an round adult. baby head. Yeah. <laughs> He'll come back as an adult. You don't even need to parent him anymore. Um, the kids also play ding dong ditch with the guests. People will hear knocks on their door. They'll open it and find no one, but they'll hear like kids running and laughing down the hall. <laughs> gotcha. Pretty much. Uh, the hotel's most famous ghost, though, is Leona he- Jensen. Um, I was like Liam Hemsworth. <laughs> no, Leona jensen a woman who is either between who is between 22 and 32 okay a little bit okay. of range uh okay. Who, okay. who really knows we we don't know um but she committed suicide by jumping off of the hotel's roof a few months after its opening in 1928 
Most stories will tell you that she came to Phoenix to meet up with her fiance who worked at the Fancy Pants Hotel next door only to find out he had moved on without her. And she was so heartbroken. She put on her wedding dress and jumped to her death. Um, However, when you actually do research into the story, because it's a real thing that really happened and there are real newspaper articles about it. Yeah. um, You find a much different, a much different story is painted. In your mind's eye. I love it. Uh, Instead of a scorned lover, it is likely that Leona probably had tuberculosis and chose Phoenix to get better because of the dry air and the heat. That was the sun. They thought the sun would cure everything for a while there. Exactly. So she went, she was staying for a few weeks, was not getting any better, and in the end decided to end her life. Uh, When her body was found, she had three suicide notes on her. Three? Three. So she had. Was it like? Was it like continued from number two? No. Like continu- there were three notes to three different people. So one oh, okay. was to the Phoenix Undertaker. Another was to the Los Angeles Undertaker, which is where she's from, and a third was a note to her friends. Uh, the note to the Phoenix Undertaker basically said, "Hey, can you forward this letter?" To the Los Angeles Undertaker. She a real high maintenance bitch, this girl. Yeah, and she apologized for only having five bucks to cover all of this. Hey, sorry you had to literally clean up my mess. Here's five dollars. Also, like, I'm dead. I don't sorry care. I made such a messy death. Yes. Sorry. I do appreciate that she tried to be as buttoned up as she could be, though. She did. A lot of people don't even put that amount of thought into it. That's true. A lot of people wouldn't even leave the five bucks. Yeah. The note to the L.A. undertaker had instructions for her funeral, and it did sound like she knew this person. So it is likely that she was dying of tuberculosis. And made a few calls. And she was planning her funeral before she actually passed. And so she knew the guy. So okay, so Phoenix was like a last ditch effort. She realized it wasn't working. She made other plans. She made another plan. She and yes, Mm. things ended much quicker for her. Um, But the. LA Undertaker had instructions for her funeral, what to wear, what music to play, who to have singing, yada, yada, yada. And in the third note, she said goodbye to her friends. And it was described as being a rambling letter. And at the end of it, like one of her final words that she wrote to her friends was like, damn this hotel pen. Oh, it was running out of hotel ink. Pens. Oh, yeah. man. And, and she was running out of ink. But that was one of her last words were, damn this hotel pen. Um, But yeah, so... Even though she's likely buried in Glendale, her ghost is still at the San Carlos. Oh, no. So she didn't even make it back to L.A. Her spirit did not. No, her spirit oh. is. No, no. Oh, oh, she married in Glendale, L.A. Because there's also oh, a Glendale, there's Arizona. Glendale, no, Glendale, California. She's, okay. at, she's buried at the Forest Lawn for anybody who is interested. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, God, she didn't even make it back to the L.A. Undertaker. No. Thankfully, she did. That much she did. She often appears as a wispy white apparition. Oh, who is being what? Yes. Uh, one couple saw her in their uh, hotel room bathroom. <laughs> so while using the potty, so it was a, a girl. She was taking a shit? He was taking a shit. Oh, so the boyfriend that's a little was, disappointing. So the boyfriend was in the bathroom taking a shit, and he starts calling for his girlfriend, like, honey, you got to come in here. And she's like, no. There's a woman. Absolutely not. I have fallen for this before. <laughs> it's not that interesting looking. It's going to smell. I, I just... I knew what you, I know you had for dinner, like you had Mexican food. I believe you, it looks like a question mark. Let's move on. Honey, I'm sitting on the toilet. There was a woman attempting to sit on my lap and poop through my legs. Get her out of here. So eventually, she Feels like a your problem, sweetheart. So she finally gave in. Nightline's on. She (laughs) went in and they both saw the light in the bathroom, which was smoking and forming into the shape of a woman. 
before oh, their creepy. very eyes. Yeah. Smoking? Yeah. So the light bulb started to basically overheat, smoke, fire start, and then she was forming from that fire. And what was funny was they downloaded, because they had heard that the hotel was haunted, they downloaded that ghost app on your phone. Uh-huh. And before the boyfriend went in to take his shit, she's like, oh, that's funny. There's a ghost in the bathroom with you. There's a you. ghost in the bathroom. Yeah, there was a ghost in the bathroom. There's a double ghost poop situation. Yep. That's true. It was a, it was a two number two situation. It was a yeah. two number double two. Deuce. It was a double deuce. <laughs> the old double, double deuce. deuce. Double deuce. Uh, needless to say, the couple noped out of that room pretty quickly. I would have stayed. Um, but you another just hanging out in the bathroom. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, look, honey, I'm just here to shit. Don't judge my poops. I mean, I do feel like the bathroom is where you're the most vulnerable in a hotel room. The pants are literally down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you can run away, but you will be Donald Duck in it. And yeah. I, I mean, unless you're comfortable with an unwiped tushy. Do you know that ninjas used to take one whole pant leg off to poop? No. So you could run away. So you could run away. Oh, that's actually really smart. That's how you poop as a ninja. Good to know, man. So just remember that, listeners. Yeah. When you're pooping, if you feel like you're in a situation where you're going to need to run mid-poop, take a full Yeah, so I'm like, zombie apocalypse, you should be ninja pooping. Oh, yep. Oh, good point. Good point. Um, another woman saw her on the fifth floor in the pool patio area. So while she was sitting with a friend, the woman starts to see the smoke-like mist form on her left side and just sort of hang out for a few seconds before disappearing. She looked around to see if anybody was smoking. And this was mid-pandemic. Like, this was reported in July of 2020. So she was. there weren't a lot of people there. So she goes down to the front desk and she was like, this is really weird. There's like this weird ghost or this like weird smoky mist that showed up next to me. And the, the front uh, desk agent was so excited. He's like, you saw Leona Jensen. Uh, so it's a well-known thing. The hotel does kind of lean into it. If you reserve certain rooms, they will give you like a printout sheet of like, here are some of the ghosts that might be in this hotel. Oh, fun. Um, well, that's pretty cool. Here you go. Like, this is this is kind of cool. Um, I like that they lean into it. Yeah, they do. Uh, it's Phoenix. Everything's open. You can go visit today. You can go stay in the haunted, you know, areas or the rooms and maybe get to see the ghost of Leona Jensen, who definitely was not scorned by her boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah she's a badass bitch taking care of business. Yeah. To, yeah, she and now she'll watch you take care of your, your business. business. Yeah, yeah, you're pooping every old day. So that is she the can poop story for eternity. That sounds like heaven to me. Of the Hotel San Carlos in Phoenix, love it. Yay! Well, hey everybody. Well, uh, we're gonna I'm gonna yell at you, and then we'll we'll get more we'll get more Phoenix ghost stories. Doesn't that sound great? I think it does. Hey everybody, it's your old pal Engineer Bob, and if there's one thing that I love, it's pooping on a ghost. Hey, go to iTunes, write a review, or don't, I don't care. Hey, patreon.com slash booze and brews, audio episodes, video episodes, and show sketches that I do, you're gonna love it. You should give us your money so that we can enjoy it, but then you also get to enjoy the things that we make for you. So isn't that great? It is great. You're right. I'm right. We're both right. Also, social media websites, you should go and talk to us on them. We got a whole bunch of them. We've got an Instagram at Booze and Brews Podcast. We got a Facebook at Booze and Brews. And we also have a Twitter at Booze and Brews. Okay, I think that's it for me. Now back to the show. Two, three, go. So melodic. Oh, I was, I sang through the count off people. There are things that happen off the air on this show. There are so many wonderful things that you all miss. I know. And you don't get them. But you know what you do get is incredible bonus content on patreon.com slash booze and brews. 
Uh, I just did an advertising pop, but now you get another one. <laughs> you get two. <laughs> two for the price of ha 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 ha. Two for the price of nothing because you didn't pay for this, did you? Did you? Some of you did. Did you? The did people you? on the Patreon maybe, did. <laughs> maybe you have Spotify Plus. We didn't require that of you or whatever. No, yeah. but it's fine. Whatever. No. So your second free story of the week. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um, is So, so in uh, my uh, Arizona story, lost the word for the state we were doing. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to tell you about... Hot. The Lost Dutchman's Gold Mine. Whoa. Whoa. Bob, is there, you've won already with the <laughs> fucking name. This, I, was, I, I found a gem. I was pretty happy about it. You hang win. On, you win. Hang on. Hang on. There, there's a reason Bob is laughing so hard. I really like McConnell's ice cream, right? Okay. So they have a flavor there called Dutchman's Chocolate. But every time I order it from him, I say, can I please have a Dutch man's chocolate? <laughs> so now you have a story about a Dutch man. And I was going to say, a lost in, Dutch man you're, cave. You're already in the lead. <laughs> so yes. As long as you don't blow it. <laughs> okay. Well, but a lot of pressure. It's yeah. too much pressure for tuna. <laughs> I prefer to be the scrappy underdog. <laughs> when you come out swinging like that, though, girl. I didn't know. I didn't know. Here, let me knock it down. He's not Dutch. I hate it. You Th- lose. That's it. Melissa wins. <laughs> Episode over. So, the Lost Dutchman's Gold Mine is located somewhere within the Superstition Mountain Range. What? Yes. That's a real mountain Wait, isn't range? That, isn't that from one of the uh, Ghost Adventures episodes I did? Maybe. It's entirely it, possible. It was, I think it was. Oh. I was like, did you did you talk about a gold mine? Am I talking about a... No, because they don't know where it is. It's lost. It's, it's gone. You mine. know what? This was from one of the bonus baggins. Yes. Yes, it was. Did oh they my go, God. Did I'm they go so looking excited. for it? They... No, okay. It must have been a different mine. Okay, yeah, because this one's lost. No one knows this where it is. This is literally lost. This yeah. is Lost City of no, Atlantis like, level I, lost. I think he talked to. Okay, so I, I've totally derailed this now, but like, I think he talked to the guy who like ran the the old timey ghost town place and uh-huh. was like, "Do you know where this is?" And he said, "Yeah." <laughs> that would be. Oh, maybe. Who knows? I don't know. Who knows? Anyway. Or someone played a real funny prank on Zach Baggins. You know what? I would buy it. Um, I saw a TikTok, again, derailing us a half second. I saw a TikTok yesterday where this girl was screen um, grabbing, and I don't know if this is what you sent me earlier, of uh, Baggins with his shirt off, but he still had his like cargo pants on, and he is no longer the buff boy that he once was. Oh, has oh. he eaten bread? He has eaten bread during the pandemic. Because the last time I saw... Our Lord and Savior Zach Baggins was when I did the Tiger King bonus baggins. Yeah. And he was real thin. Yeah. He like real, real skinny. He this one, he looked like he started eating like he was lifting weights, but oh. maybe wasn't lifting uh, as many. He, he did, when his Paltrow do broke down and ate okay. carbs. Yeah, yes, exactly. Exactly. Wait, so you did do what was your episode you did, Bob? No, it was it was the um it was the one where they went to Apache Junction. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. Mentioned so they mentioned it. They, so. they, they, they did go there. Yes, we are deep in Apache country. Yes. Yeah. All this right. is awesome. <laughs> so Bob <laughs> talked okay. about the junction, but not of the lost Dutch. So yeah, Bob, yeah, yeah. Did a, Bob did a, a, a 
a, cl- a neighbor story to my story. Yeah, I did yes. a bonus baggage that took place in this that that took place at an area near this. Okay, and they actually yeah. went and visited it. Okay. By the way, now that we're just sidebarring each other, yeah, uh, we hear you. We've seen you on social media that you guys missed the bonus baggins. We liked doing them. It's too much work to do two episodes a week. We're busy, you guys. Yeah. So we are we are thinking. You may have heard about I'm inventing maybe... famous characters from Marvel comics. All right, I don't have yes, time to do this. Yes, we're very busy. Bullshit. But we are thinking about maybe somehow integrating them within Patreon, maybe replacing the audio episode on Patreon for a Baggins one instead. Let us know what you guys think. What do you want? Yeah. Tell us what you want. Sound off. Let us know. Right. We would love to give you more Baggins. We just don't want to... We, we can't put any more time into this, guys. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot. We have yeah. It's a lot of time. We're, we're busy. Now, we, if you want to tell more of your friends about it and get more of your friends on Patreon so this becomes our job, we can do that. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Yeah. Someone wants to get them undies, we'll give you another six months of baggage. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Anyway. Okay. Superstition so, Mountain. 12 minutes later, the lost Dutchman's <laughs> gold mine in the Superstition Mountains, which are basically due east of Phoenix. Okay. Right outside Phoenix. So okay. it's also Phoenix adjacent. Um, so the like many different Native American tribes lived there for hundreds, thousands of years mm-hmm. before the white man ever showed up. Um, but our story kind of starts in the 1800s. Okay. So at this point, even though there were many tribes lived there over the years, in many forms, all civilized. <laughs> yep. Um, According to the we, Phoenix website. Yeah, we're now in the 1800s, and this is an Apache stronghold. So this is strongly Apache country. Okay. Um, this is like Geronimo, like, yeah. Yeah. So uh, our legend starts in 1840 when the Peralta family, who seems to be a family that was coming up from Mexico and they were either they were like gifted a big chunk of land that wasn't theirs to be gifted mm-hmm. or they bought a big chunk of land that wasn't theirs to buy or they were just visit. Who knows? They were. But they were up in this area. OK. Um, and they found this crazy big vein of gold. They oh. found a huge gold vein. Nice. And they were like, amazing. We have zero gold mining equipment. <laughs> we're going to get together a bigger group, going to get the whole fam bam, right. come back and get all this fucking gold yeah. and be Richies. Yeah, man. Make so they're like, money. great. This is a great plan. So they leave. They remember where it is. They're going to come back and get it. So they're going back to get it. And the Apaches are like, what the fuck? This is our goddamn gold mine. I live here. That's my stuff. <laughs> this was not your goddamn land. Like all of the historical sources are like they were they had bought this land and then they were ambushed by Apaches. I'm like because it was their land and you stole their gold. Yeah, some idiot tricked you into buying land that they couldn't sell or you just or some stole government it. deeded you land that was not theirs to deed. Mhm. That had a huge gold mine on it, and the Apache were like, "Yeah, that, that's yeah, ours. that's our fucking gold mine. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's our stuff. That's why we live here. It's our fucking gold mine." So, uh, uh, shots were fired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Metaphorical shots were fired, and most of the Peralta family and their group ended up being killed by these Apache warriors because yep. they make because it's their land. They know how to make a stand on it. Yeah, trespassers will be shot on sight. There are yeah, signs. Pretty much. <laughs> 
so but then but then of course history calls it like the Peralta massacre site and it's like no you fired first buddy this was their home first yeah you this is a this is a whitewashing of history I I don't mind calling it the massacre site just as long as you call the dumbass massacre site (laughs) yeah but it's like the Peralta family were massacred by these savages I'm like no no, man you moved into their backyard and they got you out yeah yeah how many people to this day go you step on my property i shoot on site manifest yeah exactly same shit same shit you stepped on their property ground laws oh fuck yes the apache (laughs) had their stand their ground and it was like stand their gold mine yes yeah so basically most of the peralta family and most of the people in this expedition were murdered were died in this fight i'm sure some apaches were died too yeah um, but so this but so some survived and like made it back to town started new lives and this started the legend of there's this huge fucking gold mine up there oh. we just got it we got to remember where it is and we got to get to it right draw a little map on the back of this napkin yeah so yes so people started like the survivors grew up because I think they were mostly children grew up to like try and draw crude maps of like what they remembered how to get there landmarks things like that they're trying to figure out a way to get back there Mm -hmm. this is the start of this legend where everyone's trying to get back and find that gold oh boy so in the 1870s a dude named Jacob Waltz known as the Dutchman Uh uh-huh he's German Americans are dumb. We're really bad at like geography. And he was like, uh, I'm, I'm from Deutsch. Deutsch. And they were like, oh, Dutch, Dutch. you're Dutchman. Which we've A had. We've had, chocolate. we've had this happen in other stories before. Americans were dumb. Yeah. And I think a lot of Germans in the 1800s were just called Dutch. Probably. So it's he's a German thing. boy. Um, and he finds one of these pearl. He's like a treasure hunter guy. And he finds one of these pearl to descendants. And mm-hmm. he's like, we got to get a group together and let's go find this fucking gold. Let's go get it. All right. So they're like, yeah, we think that's a great idea. This pearl to descendant has a map. It's oh. like a family map. A some- somehow he has a map. Mm-hmm. They're like, we're going to get it. They get a group together. And in this group, Jacob Waltz includes his BFF, Jacob Weiss. Oh boy. Very confusing whether it's two Jacobs. Yeah. Um, and they're like, we're gonna go on this expedition and we're gonna find it. Okay. Cut okay. to a year later. Oh. Uh Jacob Waltz, so the guy who started this whole thing. The Dutchman. Uh the Dutchman rides back into the closest town on a donkey that is wild, not a tamed donkey. Okay. He rides a, back in. He's a donkey he's, whisperer. He's barely conscious oh and he's just mumbling incoherent things. Oh boy. And everyone's like, what the fuck happened? I tamed um, this and donkey. Then, and then he eventually, like his family comes, they like they put him in care, they get him seen by a doctor. And the doctor, after like weeks of care, the doctor says he um he quote well, now I can't read my own goddamn handwriting. He said, quote, something has chewed at his sanity and left nothing behind but brittle bones. Whoa. Oh, my God. This doctor was a poet. Sounds like a yeah. fucking Lovecraft story. So, so then maybe a year later, they eventually find the body, the remains of what they assume to be Jacob Weiss, the oh. other dude, the other BFF Jacob. Um, and they find him like way out in the desert and he has these strange wounds to his head that no one can really understand. Vampires. They're like, I don't know, Werewolves. maybe it's maybe it's an, a Native American weapon that we don't understand. We're not a, we're not 100% sure what made We're not these. 100% sure, but what we do know is that the Native Americans did it and we should kill we them. Do, yeah. We don't know how, but we do know brown people are at fault. Yeah, and we're we going to go and how, we, we know this much and we're going to kill them all. 
Yes. That's that's the name of my new history book. We don't know how, but we know brown people are at fault. The uh, story that, of I mean, America. The story. <laughs> I, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. God. Um. Sub colon uh, subtitle and white people are definitely not at fault. No. Definitely didn't do anything wrong. White people definitely are did nothing wrong. Super saints in this situation. Um. So Jacob Waltz, um, like lives a couple more years. He never really f- regains his sanity. Oof. He like slips in and out of consciousness. He'll sometimes be lucid for like a couple minutes, but he doesn't. He won't speak about what happened in the desert. Oh, and he has these crazy visions of things coming to get him. All the time. Werewolves. And at one point during this care, he has this nurse named Julie. He becomes really good friends with her. Mm-hmm. And he, at some point, like, confesses to her where the mine is. They found the mine, and oh. this is where it is. And he, like, draws her a map or gives her a map or something. He somehow tells this nurse where the mine is. Oh, okay. That night, he starts screaming in his sleep. Oh. The nurse goes in to check on him. He's dead. Whoa! Whoa! He told Died her about screaming. the mine. Yep. Now it's over. So now, of course, there's quite a mythos to this. Oh, and now there's yeah. another map because Julie has it. Yeah. So somehow the map gets passed to other people. Like at some point she was like selling reproductions of the map for like seven bucks. Oh, like get God. it, Julie. You know what? That's a fucking smart move though. It's like, hey, yeah, you want this fucking, fucking get Dutch it, Julie. Gold? I'm not going to go get it, but here's the map to get it. Yeah. She, yeah. she gets so, all those sweet dollarinis without having to go nuts in the desert. Yeah, so tons of people go out into the desert to try and find this gold. Pretty much none of them ever come back. Oh boy! Uh, At one point, at one point in the no, well, some of these people like live and adventure in the Arizona wilderness, so it's they 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 are equipped to handle this terrain. Yeah, there's and like they don't find bodies. They don't like people just go and never come back. Again, I, I stand really, by my werewolf. I'm really liking your explanations here because we're talking about werewolves, we're talking about zombies, we're talking about Draculas, and they're all out there in this Arizona desert. Well, because you think about it, what yeah. were the crazy um, holes? I, werewolf uh, claws. None of none of what you have uh, offered me as, as solutions are the solution that my favorite solution is. Oh. So we'll get to it. Okay. But there okay. is I'm another excited. solution. That's more exciting than werewolves? I, I think you so. You think so? Okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. Um, So at one point in the late 1870s, so this is like probably right after Waltz dies, like a couple years after he's back, Julie's selling the maps, you know, Uh, this group of soldiers is like, we're going to go find that gold. So this big group of soldiers goes out to find the gold. Like months later, two of them come back. Oh, boy. Their pockets are full of gold. Okay, so they found gold. Okay. Again, mumbling completely incoherent things. Oh, boy. They take them, like, to the hospital to care for them. In the middle of the night, they both start screaming and die. The doctors pocket the gold and say, I don't and know what happened them. to it. There is a theory that people just killed them to take the gold. Yeah, I mean, that's what I would do. Be like, yeah, oh, that's a they lot of gold. just, like, zombie walked their way back into town. Yeah. Full pockets full of gold. A lot of scream death going on. A lot of scream death. So of course this builds up the legend. They're like, oh "Oh, no, the gold is real. Um, at at one point before one of the soldiers dies, he does say something to the effect of, um, it was an entire river made of gold. Whoa. Okay. So they're like, so they're like, oh shit. Yeah. Motherfucking El Dorado. Yeah. So. 
so all, all so then people continually go. They go to try and find this cave. They go there's this mine. They get no one lost. ever finds it. They no die. one ever comes back from finding it again. Oof. Which brings us to the 1930s. Mm. And another adventuresman named Adolf Ruth. What an unfortunate name. Adolf Ruth. Yes. Ruth's. So Adolf, yeah, in the 1930s, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's not um, a good one to have. So Adolf Ruth, um, his son is a lawyer. Okay. And his son represents the like one of the surviving descendants of the Peralta family from some crazy criminal charges. Basically, this guy gets him uh, gets him off when he okay. shouldn't have. Oh. And as payment, the Peralta guy's like- I will get you like, off legally, but I will also give you a hand job. I will get you off. That will get literally. you. That's another that way. I, illegal. That's another way I can get you off. That's the joke. The things do I understand? do with these hands are illegal in this country. <laughs> now give me. I the was map. making fingies. There yeah, was, there I, was, was I fingies. love this. Good fingies. <laughs> okay, so Ruth's uh, Ruth's son, Ruth Junior. Yeah, Adolf Junior. Yeah. Um, is uh, so he in, in lieu of payment he takes a map to this mine because his dad is a big uh, lost mine enthusiast you know what look there wasn't TV back then yes most people can't read there's literal things so there's like four big lost air quotes mines within the southwestern United States uh huh um and so and the Dutchman mine is one of them okay so previously Adolf Sr. Mm-hmm. was trying to find the Peg Leg Mine, which is California's lost mine. Okay. He went adventuring to try and find that mine. He felled it himself off a mountain, broke his leg in a bunch of places, and now he's got a bunch of pins in his legs and walks he, with a cane. Would you he, call it a Peg Leg? Oh! He, yes, he went to find Peg Leg and, and got came, a Peg Leg. And came back yep. Peg Leg. Yes. So it wasn't a complete so, wash. <laughs> yes. So Adolf is like, hey... I got this. I got the mine. I got a map to this mine. I'm definitely going to go find this mine. I'm a super good adventurer. Yeah. His son is like, you know nothing about the terrain of Arizona. You're not from Arizona. You're 66 years old. Mm-hmm. You have a fucked up leg and walk with a cane. I don't think adventuring into the desert in June is a great idea. He'd get 45 and, feet into the desert and, and Adolf fucking dead. And, and, and Adolf said, hold my beer. And walked into the desert. Nice. I love this dude. <laughs> so he was like, I'm going to go out. Why did he go in June? Why June? Why June? Seems so dumb. But Hottest so he, months of the year. He's like, I'm going to go um, for two weeks. So I'm going to be gone for two weeks. So two weeks comes and goes. Oh Adolf God, is back. gone at this point. Forever. Adolf is gone. Um, so eventually, about nine months later, they find his remains. Uh-huh. Out mm. in the middle of the desert. <laughs> they find him 45 feet from where he started. I know. No, he was like into A the desert. A completely dried, shriveled husk. Yep. He With was vultures into- hanging off his eyes. So his... He is He's basically a skeleton with gear. Okay. His body is completely picked clean. Uh-huh. Um, but he has his gear so they can identify him because he has like his journal. Yeah. They have his gun. Day he took one, a- I'm out of water. <laughs> day one. It's really fucking hot out here. Day, Ma- day maybe two. this was a mistake. I day broke, two. Broke, still fucking hot. Broke mother leg. <laughs> I call me peg legs now. No. See the, with the S. That's the joke. The vultures who are hanging around me called me peg day legs. Day three. Along for the sweet release of death. <laughs> no, I don't know how long he lasted because when they there's there's no way to know because when they found him he was yeah bones. he was gone. Um, but they found his stuff and in his stuff is a pistol. He took a gun out with him for okay. protection or whatever. Um, and it's still fully loaded, not a shot fired. Okay. 
However, uh, he what they do find interesting about his skeleton is he has two bullet holes in his head. Oh, nice. and they are very small. What presumably is an entry point and a very large exit point. So so a aliens. Uh, one of the uh, like people who examined the body said, this is some sort of long range rifle. This is like a fucking sniper. Alien Took this sniper. guy out. Werewolf alien sniper. Wow. Um, so then the state of Arizona opens an investigation into his death and then officially labels him as dying from um, exposure. The bullet oh, holes okay. in his head the, the, certainly yeah. didn't kill him. The, 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 yes. It so was then, exposure first. Definitely disagree with that assessment. But yeah. Yes. So then people get all up in arms. And it's the 1930s. There's no HBO. So no. people are really following this case because it's a gold mine. Yeah. It's the depression. This is true. People need money. Yes. Yes. So then the state reopens the investigation and decides to classify it as he probably... Uh, ran out of water, was dying, and so shot himself in the head. So he committed suicide. With a then gun that like, completely... So he shot himself twice in the head, Yep. reloaded his gun, laid out and died. And then died. Yes. It's as simple as that. Two, two shots to the dome. Yeah. Reloaded the gun. Yeah. Sure. That is still his official cause of death. Wow. Really? Yep. You know, this seems like a government cover up. I bet he was yep. murdered by the same group that killed JFK. So then, it. oh, definitely. Yeah. So then um, the next like high profile. So a bunch of people go out into the desert and never come back. They don't often find a body. Mm. So the next time they find a body is in 1945. They find the body of a dude named James A. Crawby. Mm. Um, and they were like, oh, I wonder if he's shot by like died by the same means or whatever. They couldn't tell because they found his body. He didn't find his head. Oh. Whoa. Um, so. Werewolf ate the head. To this day, people, it, it is a popular hiking destination. There are lots of hiking trails. It is a park now. Okay. The Superstition Mountain Range is a park, um, like a state or a national park. Um, and there, it's like patrolled by rangers, all okay. kinds of things. Still, sometimes people go wandering off and never come back. Wow. Like to this day, this happens, even though the state has taken a lot of precautions and even put in a bunch of extra cell towers to make sure there's no dead zones within the area. Right. So like if someone goes missing, they can we can ping their, their phone. phone. They could call, you know? And there's a bunch of hiking trails that are patrolled very regularly. So there's no reason for people to go missing and never to find bodies. Is aliens one of your... Aliens is a good idea, but it's not what I'm leading Damn to. Damn it. Okay, okay. All right, well, um, two so of my this, ideas are buckets. The state reported hundreds of missing hikers Whoa. since they started keeping track since the 70s, and they stopped publicly reporting them in 2010. Whoa, that's a so lot of So we don't peeps. actually know how many people have wandered off. They say thousands of people Holy go shit. on a walkabout looking for this gold mine every year. I've and some the, just never come back. My lesson is don't go looking for gold. Yeah, especially but if, if you're you don't old, go chasing waterfalls. No. Please stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to because there's to. actually water in them, you idiot. Yes. So the locals say mm -hmm. that if you wander into those parts of the desert at night, so like a lot of these people were wandering off and like camping off trail and stuff. Okay. They're like, oftentimes if you're alone in the desert at night. Yeah you start to hear screams and cries. Oh, boy. And then they get closer and louder. Oh, boy. And then you realize these are the cries of the ghosts 
of Apache warriors. Oh. Ooh, I like this. Okay. And they say that these Apache warriors are protecting this land that was taken from them and they're protecting this gold mine because they're like, this is all, yeah. this was ours. You can't have this. Yeah. Our, this was ours first. Yeah. Um. So they say, the locals say that what happens is they come out at night. Um, If you don't leave, yeah. they'll kill you. And then eat you. Oh. They're Indian ghost cannibals. Whoa. That feels a little racist. <laughs> Native American ghost cannibals. That's why they'd never find the bodies. I like this story. Because like they use all parts of the buffalo. They're making human sausage. Delicious. I think they're like leave no no clues for future people to come find us. Yes, dead men tell no tales. Yes, and, when there and are dead no men bodies. who don't have bodies don't leave any forensic evidence. Definitely tell no tales because... Which is a less catchy version of that thing. It's a little long. Um, anyway, so that is wow. the story of the Lost Dutchman's Gold Mine. I like it. Native American cannibal ghosts. And apparently Zach Baggins found it. Yeah. I yeah, guess. that's why when you were like, oh, he found it, I was like, I don't think he no, did. No, no, no. So, so the, what happened was, is he, the, uh, the guy that owned the town took him out on like four wheelers, right? And uh-huh. they went looking for it and he climbed down into some sort of mine, but I don't think it was the, this mine. But the, the guy who was the, uh, the town owner claimed to know where it was and claimed to have been into it and also claimed that there was nothing inside of it. It had been hmm. cleaned out, it's gone. Okay, then I think it's a. I think that that must have been a different. Because also, no one, no one has ever successfully mined this mine, right? You know, mm-hmm. like every so often people would come back crazy and pockets With full gold. of like gold nuggets. Yeah, but like there's not a. There, no one built a shaft or a, you know what yeah. I mean. The the Native American ghosts would just leave little presents in their pockets to serve as a warning. Go crazy and get gold. Or don't come back at all. Or maybe the Native American cannibal ghosts are... In a heavy metal band. ...industrious oh. and have set up a whole mining operation. And this is actually where most Native American wealth comes from. It's not the casinos. It's oh. this gold mine. It's this gold mine hmm. that is operated by the ghosts of the white men that they yes, killed. and they have such strong endurance because they're full of human flesh. <laughs> Done. Done. I, uh, I mean, it makes perfect sense as, to me. As we often do, we have Scooby Doo this Scooby mystery. Do it. it makes perfect I sense to me. Anyway, that's my haunted Arizona. I love Dutchman's it. Dutchman's Lost Goldman. I Which brings us back around to our beer. Yes. So as Podcast Mom told you, this is called Lemon Grab. It's a Belgian wit beer, and mm-hmm. it's from Los Angeles Ale Works. Yes. Wit is Estid Daily, apparently. Hell yeah. Estid Daily. So yes. this is a our urban forged Meyer lemons and coriander. To yes. add a refreshing citrus palate pleaser. I get both lemon and coriander. It's really delicious. I, I will say I was nervous when I first poured it because it looks right like out pee. of the can. It smell. It also smelled really lemony. Mm. And I was like, is this going to be too much fruit and not enough wheat? It gets sweeter. But it's actually just a little. It's just it, a little, a little bit. Yeah. It, it's almost more aroma than taste of that lemon. Yeah. And it's delightful. It's just enough to make it crisp and refreshing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those species are so nice. Yeah. Like, that's I don't yeah. Know. Coriander it's phenomenal. Species. It's it's a really. It's, it's an the, exemplar of the, uh, yes, of the form. Yes, it's the perfect amount of lemon for this. Absolutely. I was nervous it was going to be like, this is way too lemony. Yeah, yeah. it's not and a it's, lemon bomb. Like, and it's, it's not... Little uh, citrus, little su- species. And not, it's not cloudy and like 
like when you look no, at it, it when you pour it it pours like baseball beer yep but it does not taste like that's baseball a five percenter so you can drink a couple of them you can i don't drink know all day. It's, it's nice man summer day can't go wrong on this one i mean like this in a pool on a hot day especially if you're a a, a phoenix yeah if yeah. you're a phoenix <laughs> um, I, if you're I river phoenix it. this definitely feels like the beer you should drink this is a great beer i enjoy it a lot more please yeah well uh this is part of the show where i get to pick a winner you know what i love is uh zach baggins jumping into mines that's always good and i also love uh pumps and air conditioning because i like being able to drink water and i also like being cool you know what else i love cannibal apaches that sounds really spooky um but i also love double ghost poops but if there's one thing i love more than anything it's ninjas taking a dump with one pant leg on melissa wins (laughs) Ninja poops. Ninja Zero poops. ninjas in our stories, but that's okay. But that's yep. what, that's the winner. Hooray. I thought it's for sure. It's a very sure. scientific process. Yeah. We, as has been established yep. these yes. last four years. As been established. Yes. Uh, so thank you guys so much for tuning in. Oh, yes. Come back next week. Yeah. Well, there'll be more booze. And there will be more brews. So until then. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh. Tink. Cannibal tink.